Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is May 22nd, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, first and foremost, the coronavirus rant. Um, um, 1.6 million cases, um, almost 96,000 deaths, 313,000 recovered. Um, I'm going to start saying the uh, recovered amount last so we just have a bit of good news um it just seems like the more and more that these states open up the more contagious or the more the virus spreads um according to the numbers i mean i don't know how accurate these numbers are i mean uh you know the media and whoever can manipulate the number numbers and just tell us anything but just going off the numbers that i'm looking at i mean it just seemed like there's a spike going on um you know just because states open up doesn't mean that you can't still practice um social distancing and being safe um I seen a video, um, a nurse said that wearing a mask isn't safe. It actually messes up um, your breathing. Um, You'll have to get on YouTube and research that video. Um, I don't know how accurate it is. I'm not a doctor. I don't know if that was just something... You know, it's just it's just crazy how this thing mutates. And then it's like it's affecting kids now. If they're exposed to it, they're um, I forget what that what it's called. Uh, I seen it on the news this morning. Uh, Miss miscellaneous C or something. Let me look it up, man. Um, multi-symptom inflammation syndrome in children is what they're calling it miss c um you know it can they're saying kids can develop this after four weeks uh of exposure to the coronavirus and uh that's scary man um It says the multi-symptom inflammatory syndrome in children is a condition where different body parts become inflamed, including the heart. Let's see. Heart. 
heart, lungs, kidneys, brain, skin, eyes, uh, gastrointestinal, gastrointestinal organs, if I'm saying that right. Uh, it says we do not yet know what causes Miss C. However, we know that many children with Miss C had the virus that causes COVID-19 or have been around someone with COVID-19. Miss C can be serious, even deadly. But most children who were diagnosed with this condition have gotten better with medical care. Uh, symptoms, fever, abdominal pain, vomiting, diarrhea, neck pain, rash, bloodshot eyes, feeling extra tired. Um, seek emergency care right away if your child is showing any of these emergency warning signs of Miss C. Trouble breathing, pain or pressure in the chest that does not go away, new confusion, inability to wake or stay awake, bluish lips or face, severe abdominal pain. So it's just it's, it's like a kid's version of COVID-19, basically. Um. You know, I hope they don't try to do like mass vaccinations and try to make people um, take this vaccine. That's just my hope. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Um, so that's going to do it for the coronavirus rant. Let me know what you think about that. Uh, here lately, the last couple of episodes, I've been doing like, you know, my favorite actors and saying it are they still box office uh so my next one i started out with will smith then i went leonardo dicaprio and now tom hardy um and the first movie i've ever seen him in was warrior and it's basically like a mma movie where he fight his brother very emotional movie man and i i saw this movie about five or six years ago very emotional um very i mean very very good movie if you've never seen that check it out man and um the last he was a uh, bane and the dark knight rises um he played he was all right but i think he was kind of miscast as bane because bane is a, a big hispanic guy so but he did a good job um if you've ever seen Child 44, awesome movie. I read the book first and then um, I watched the movie. I didn't know he was actually in that movie until I um, downloaded it and watched it. Um, so... Um, he also played Venom, which was a pretty good movie. I liked him in Mad Max. I liked him in Black Hawk Down. Um, I haven't seen Legend or uh, Peaky uh, Blinders or Revenant. Or even Taboo. I haven't watched all his movies. But I really like him as an actor. They, a lot of people are calling for him to play Wolverine. I think he'd be, he'd be a great Wolverine. Um, 
what else? I think he's definitely still box office, man. No doubt about it. He also plays uh, Compone and uh, I don't even know if this movie came out yet. Capone. Uh, yeah, it's out. It must have came out earlier this year. Um, but he is just, I love his ability to adapt to um, any role. Um, you know, I just love those actors that are not typecast. Like, you got some guys that always plays cops, some guys that always play bad guys. He can do either or. He can play the cop, the bad guy. He can play the villain. He can play the superhero. So, um... I don't know if I'm going to keep going down this road of my favorite actors, but I, I've enjoyed it thus far. Um, I got some other stuff that I want to do as far as, uh, you know, I do all kinds of stuff. I do like my my favorite uh, macho TV shows, favorite cartoons, just all kinds of stuff. When I do my two non-Florida State segments, I try to leave the door open. As far as, you know, what I want to talk about. Um, so that's going to do it for this segment. Let me know what you think about it. Um, moving on to the Florida State stuff. How long will it take Florida State to get back? Uh, Jimbo took over in 2010. And we were competing for a national championship within four years. So uh, I don't think... I don't think uh, Mike Norvell is on that level, but you got to remember that Jimbo was an assistant before he took over his coach, so he had a better pulse on the team. And um, we'll just see, man. Um, I think the offensive line... Like I've said many, many times, this should be the uh, focal point. Should be the uh, I, I think, you know, when you look at this team, you look at the skill positions on offense, you say, okay, we can we can do something with that. Wide receivers and running backs. You look at the quarterbacks, you say, okay, we need help at quarterback. You look at the offensive line, you say, well, we're definitely below average on the offensive line. You look at the defense, we've got some players on defense. But when the defense uh, spends basically the whole game on the field, you know, you're not going to be successful. And if the defense comes out and plays good early, eventually they're going to tire, tire out from being on the field the whole game. So, um, I don't know. Um... I want to say two to four years. I mean, 
for us to get back to a level where we're actually competing well against the likes of Clemson. I mean, that's the measuring stick for us now is can we actually <laughs> compete with Clemson? And um, last couple of years, we've been basically blown out of the stadium. So um, let me know what you think about that segment. Uh, next segment, do recruits take Florida State seriously? I don't think the top guys really – I think they just put Florida State in there just to show respect. But I don't think we actually get serious consideration. I think it's really going to take a couple years of, you know, winning football to actually be taken seriously again. I think uh, from 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 uh, 2012 to 2016, recruits took us seriously. Like when Jimbo put an offer out there. It's like, okay, we can, we can, you know, but ever since Jimbo left, I, I you know, it is what it is. I, I don't, I'm not a 18 year old football recruit, so I can't sit here and tell you what they're thinking. Just from a fan perspective, when, when, you know, the previous coaches of this team have gone after big players, mainly Willie Taggart, um, it didn't. You know, he got two five stars and, and basically two recruiting classes. And that's not good for Florida State. We should be averaging at least two or, you know, three or higher. You know, we're not on the level of Alabama, Ohio State, or Clemson, but I think we could get three, you know, every recruiting cycle if we're at the top of our game. But, um,. You know, I just, the last couple of recruiting classes, I have to say, no, I don't think recruits really take Florida State seriously at the moment. Um, so let me know what you think about that segment. Next segment is entitled, Does the Brand of Florida State Carry Weight? Not like it used to, not like it did several years ago, 2013, 14, 15, even 16. I just think, you know, when you say Clemson, that carries weight when you say LSU Alabama Ohio State you know those are the four teams right now and Oklahoma you know what Lincoln Riley is doing out there on offense you know he's gonna he's gonna get some of the best offensive talent at every position and uh you know if Mike Norvell can come into Florida State and be that innovative um he, he the talent will come. Um so like I always say, man, we just have to wait and see. Um, but you know, you can't I when back in the day you could just walk into a kid's house and say Florida State and it, it was a pretty good chance you was gonna get him. Now you can't do that. I, I think the brand the last four years has definitely taken a shot. Taken a shot. Um but, I mean, just like anything else, we can get back. We just need a couple of winning seasons. So that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Um, be safe, be kind, be courteous. Be aware of your surroundings. 
Um, do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. And as always, go nose.